want to just give you a kind of a brief overview of Psalm 1 and with that um, also set up the exercise that we'll be doing in just a moment. Um, this is talking about the good life, the blessed life. Last week we talked about a blessing and how a blessing always involves the relationship aspect with God. Um, there may be a lot of ways that you feel blessed, but none of those blessings um, exist apart from God himself, um, with all good things coming from him. And so uh, as we think of the blessed life, this is a part of um, what the psalmist is talking about. And this uh, kind of does two things. He talks about what to do to make sure you don't lose the blessed life and then what you do to maintain a blessed life. And in a moment, when you step away for your time of uh, just quiet reflection, it will be um, an emphasis on what you can do to maintain that connection with God. So it begins by saying, kind of a, as, a, as a warning, hey, if, if you want to maintain this blessed life, make sure that you don't compromise. And this can be kind of sneaky. And the way the psalmist describes it is by using three action verbs um, with the walking and the standing and the sitting. Do not walk in the way of the wicked. It's just kind of a natural progression. So you can kind of visualize if, um, if someone were to walk through, that would be kind of one way that they would relate to this space. If they were walking through and then paused, that would be maybe a, show a different relationship to this space. But if they walked through and not only stopped to stand, but they sat down, and really this is talking about setting up a dwelling, then that would be a different way of relating to this space. And so it's a picture of a, a slow compromise sometimes that we would take. There might be something right now in your life that you think, no way would I want that to characterize my life. And I, you are not surprised to hear that that probably begins, anyone that's mired in uh, some type of an addiction, for example, it probably began by walking by it not with the intention of dwelling in it, per se. And so the psalmist is saying, um, be careful where you walk, be careful where you stand and spend some time, and be careful where you make a home. Now, for the blessed life, for you to experience these full blessings, um, he talks about uh, delighting and meditating on the law of the Lord. Now, if you're like me, when you hear delighting and law can we admit those two don't typically go together you know um, when the speed limit drops from 65 to 55 right before this exit here I don't go yay all right this is great I am so excited we we tend to kind of think of of laws and the ways that they limit or restrict um, but the phrase, the law of the Lord, is actually, uh, the better way to think of it is, this is the path to a life full of goodness. So if you can, at least in your head, begin to rethink laws, this is the path that leads to goodness. Uh, it's probably easiest to think of that with a parent and a child or an adult and a child. Um, when you say, okay, here are some of the rules you really want them to experience goodness in life. It's not that you want to be this, this killjoy. And so what God is saying is, um, I want you to delight in the fact that I want you to experience 
truly good things in life. The blessed life begins by delighting in that and also meditating on these laws, meditating on the ways that I have prescribed for you to live that will, be, that will bring out the goodness in life. So we are going to take this quite literally. Uh, we are going to meditate on, uh, which reflect, to chew on, to dwell on some things that are very good, that will help us to draw closer to God and to experience that relationship in a way that is a blessing to our life. So if you open up on the inside or see the second page, if you've downloaded it um, uh, from Zoom, it says experiencing Psalm 1. And at the top, it, I have uh, verses 2 and 3 already printed out for you. Blessed is the one whose delight is in the law of the Lord and who meditates on his law day and night. That person is like a tree planted by streams of water which yields its fruit in season and whose leaf does not wither, whatever they do prospers. So what I'm gonna invite you to do, and I'm gonna give you 20 minutes for this exercise. So if you're on Zoom and you're inside, maybe set a little timer on your phone or your watch. Um, this will be an opportunity for you to step outside for a little bit. And for those of us here, what I would like for you to do is find a tree. It could be as simple as turning your chair in the direction of a tree. Maybe you wanna go up on the hill and make yourself at home there. We've got a big tree back here. Uh, maybe you just want some shade for a while. I, uh, Doug is either squinting or he's really mad at me right now. I can't tell <laughs> which it is. Um, but I want you to uh, uh, take this with you and there are some questions that will guide you as you reflect on um, that tree and if there is a way for you to kind of relate to that tree and how that connects us to um, the life-giving presence of Jesus as he is our living water and he keeps us alive and growing as we think of ourselves as that tree planted by streams of water, okay? So I have right now 1026, all right? So for those of you that are here at, um, at 1046, great at math, um, I'll, uh, I'll jump on this, on this microphone, I'll mute myself for the time being, and those of you on Zoom, um, join us back here in 20 minutes. If you need a pen, Rebecca is already ready there. And I will see you in, in 20 minutes. What's that? Oh, yes, if you would like to take your chair with you, you're, you're welcome to do that too. Doc Deb, if you wanna take that, that green picnic table all by yourself, you can do that. <laughs> questions right not just yes. the first one correct yeah feel free to answer all the questions or if there's a question in particular that you just want to stay with that is fine also so as we go to, uh, to discuss a couple of things um, I'll do my best to communicate what you say, kind of repeating it in a summary way so that those on Zoom can hear what you have to say. And uh, same with those of you on Zoom, when I, um, um, you'll have an opportunity to unmute and share with me and then I'll, I'll convey that to the group that's here. All right.
So let me begin just for just a general impression, not necessarily related to Psalm 1, but just your general impression of an exercise like this. General impressions could mean, uh, could include maybe a challenge or a surprise that you encountered in this. Rebecca, for those of you on Zoom, she was talking about how um, it's, it's a good discipline to be forced into being quiet. It's not something that we normally incorporate into our regular rhythms. So I, I agree, pressing that pause, sometimes it, it takes somebody telling me to, to do that. Anybody else? Anne-Marie? Yeah, taking time to get up close to something and observe it. Yeah, um, how many things do we walk right past that we, that we, that we don't recognize for sure? Yeah, the, um, and that's really, that's a great description of meditating. It, it slows us down so that we just pay attention, so that we notice more, whether it's just in a scripture passage or God's creation, like what we were just doing. It's that, that slowing down uh, that helps us notice some of those details. Yeah, Mary Beth? Yeah, I, making room for something surprising. I like that it's, you kind of leave that open-ended enough that it may or may not happen. And I think that's okay too. Um, it's certainly blocking off 20 minutes to meditate doesn't guarantee that it will be something that we um, are instantly gratified in doing, but we are creating that space. It's like a receptacle that if God chooses to pour something into it, then great. And uh, I continue to, I'm, I'm continually surprised at, um, at the different ways that, that God can move in those moments. Uh, I'm not surprised that it doesn't happen every time, <laughs> but, I, um, but it, how many times I would think for many of you, this is not the first time you've read Psalm 1, perhaps, but it's probably maybe something new that you gained from it today, even though maybe you've read, read through it a bunch of times. So let me be a little bit more specific, and I'll open this question up to, to anyone. Um, anything in particular from, uh, from this psalm and this experience that you discovered that you would feel comfortable in, in sharing? Good. Peggy was saying that she's been journaling for the last uh, five years or so, and especially from the Psalms. And so great. Awesome. Dr. Deb said, no matter how drought tolerant I think I am, I still need water. How many of us are just going to go ahead and write that yeah. down now? <laughs> ah, that's, that is so rich. Yeah. For those of you on Zoom, um, Rebecca had two key things. One of them, the second one was that how unique each of the trees are, how beautiful they are. And uh, the first one was, um, say, say it again? Seasons. seasons, yes. Not to be freaked out by, the trees are not freaked out by seasons. Uh, they know that it's just a season and that another season will come around. And so for us to recognize the season that we're in, yeah. Yeah, the tree that I picked, um, well, to be honest with you, I picked it because it, there was a sh shaded step that I could sit on. Um, there's a drain right there next to it. So it's got water going by, but I thought, I wonder how frustrated those roots are that they can't get to the water that's uh, encapsulated in that. And so for me, I was just thinking of what are the 
things that are blocking me off from the water that is there. Um, those type things. So the, the berries on the tree were attracting the birds and other nature. Um, what a, yeah, that's a great description of how we can be that for the world, uh, for people to be drawn to us, attracted in that way. That's great. I'd never thought about, yeah, I wonder how many of our trees that we picked do touch underground that we weren't aware of. So that's, that's great. And the other thing that Dave said, but I'm going to take credit for, uh, for those of you on Zoom, um, the, um, I'll see if I can do this justice, Dave, but um, life events will wear on us, limbs may be broken off, but it doesn't affect our roots. People haven't, those events haven't cut us, cut our roots as much as some of the ways that we have gone through uh, experienced life. Anne-Marie also talked about the, there was a nest at one point that supported life, uh, but uh, currently um, a beehive in it. So I, I commend you for picking that tree and sticking with it. That's very, very brave. <laughs> Remember that time at church we had to call an ambulance because some of the, yeah. I, that's that's quite a picture of you don't. Like you don't see a tree straining to bear fruit. That's, it's just doing what it was created to do in the season that it was created to do it. And, um, ah, boy, how many of us can relate to the straining and the effort and the weary that accompanies that? So that's great. The tree that, that I sat under from, from here looks like fully green, but when you're sitting underneath it and you look up, you see so many dead limbs and, and small branches, twigs that need to be trimmed back, which I found way too many parallels in my life. <laughs> Seriously, I mean, just, boy, you get, get close and there's some stuff that needs to be trimmed away for sure. The, um, the benediction prayer in particular will draw from this, this Psalm 1 experience. And so I'd like for us to um, to pray the, the prayer of gratitude, and then we'll close with the benediction. So if you would, stand with me again. And again, just let me say before we do this, thank you so much for um, each of you, um, just the way you were, you were the preacher today, and how we are blessed by that. It was so, so good. And I hope that you have found this to be very worshipful, very much, um, just encountering God's presence in our midst here. Um, so for the roots of our community, for what we share together here and for the life we share with others, for the path that lies before us now and our futures in your hands, God in your mercy, Loving God, may our delight in your law guide where we walk, where we stand, and where we sit. We seek perfection and fullness of thy life as we bend ourselves by the streams of the living water. Your Son, Jesus Christ, is the living water. His presence is a wellspring. Lord, bless and commission us. We are sent to yield fruit, and we are not over weary in well doing, 
May all that we do prosper. Amen.